Hey listeners, welcome back to Conversational, the podcast where students have conversations about issues that we face in our education growing up. So you might remember that this is the second installment in a six-part series regarding the impacts of peer pressure on students. The previous episode was talking about how peer pressure can impact motivation and the drive to learn, essentially. If you haven't watched the previous episode, I highly suggest that you go give it a listen. It's only about 10 minutes and you'll be caught up to speed in just in time for this episode. So feel free to go do that now. And once you have, uh, why don't you grab something to drink and let's have a conversation. And you feel that you have to do as much as they were doing, if not more. 
Yeah, I, I agree. And and when I was in tenth grade, I took two AP classes. One was AP Chinese, which was outside of school, and I personally don't think that really counts because a lot of, everyone in that class was Chinese, and as a result, it wasn't that hard. It's the reason there's so many fives is because everyone who takes it is, is Chinese. This year, I took five classes, like just like Sami did, and of those five classes, only one of them was the one I didn't want. I didn't really want to take like, AP English because I don't really like English. I mean, I I like writing, all right, but you can't force me to take a class on English. And what I'd say of my life right now, it's manageable, but I think that's also partially due to distance learning. And I feel how the classes are changing. I feel like if this was in person, I would be struggling a lot more. Agree with that. Yes. Oh yeah, same here. Like <laughs> my classes aren't even that hard, but I guess I don't know if this counts as societal pressure. But now that we're learning like virtually, it feels like okay, I have to do like twice as good because all of my classes are so much easier, you know. So I guess like it's kind of it ups the incentive to. Work. I guess it's kind of like work the normal amount because everything's so much easier now. Um, but I, I guess that might actually apply to AP classes as well because like I always thought like oh my god AP classes are so intimidating, but apparently they look like it. It looks manageable, especially through distance learning. Yeah, and then I want to I guess um, show the opposite side here. I have a very close. So I grew up in Oregon before I moved to California, and there there's a much lower Asian population, right?、Uh, so I, when I grew up, there was a lot of students who didn't focus as much academically, which I don't think has so much of a correlation to do with race as much as it just had a correlation to do with the attitude. It was a very laid back, relaxed attitude where I lived. So students were not as like. Academically focused or ambitious or driven,、um, I think that just comes a little bit with living in suburban areas. Not to stereotype, but、um, it is one of the consequences. So I think that growing up there, it was interesting because I had a close senior friend who he was extremely smart. Like he got into one of the best colleges in the United States, and he when he was in middle school, he had the option to do the academic program, like the APs and the honor classes. He got like. You know how there's two pathways in high school. He had the academic and advanced pathway, but he chose not to go into that because he wanted to be with his friends. So he got into like a charter school and everything, but he decided to not do that because he wanted to be with his friends and he preferred the less academic pathway. And he took less AP courses and everything. So I think it's interesting that this societal influence can also play in the reverse because here it's pushing us and that it can push us too far, right? But in that case, it kind of stunted him a little bit. Like maybe he could have done better if he hadn't had that influence.、Uh, what would I have given to grow up in one of those laid-back environments? And <laughs> what I what I thought of as you were saying that is that here, but I attended Warwick Elementary School, and there was a Math Olympiad program there that I now teach at for community. Oh my god,、now. Math Olympiad! I'm getting all、oh, these flashbacks. Yes, and- Same. Yeah, it feels、oh、really powerful. It feels powerful to finally be the one grading the test, seeing those <laughs> elementary school students get everything wrong, and giving them a zero or a one. There is no greater school. <laughs> Can I say that I actually feel the same way sometimes about PE? Like I don't do PE anymore because it ended in tenth grade, but I suffered through it for like ten years. <laughs> and it's so horrible. But I'm just like sometimes I'm glad I could just watch. Someone else have to go through this and、oh. not have to go through it myself. Okay, I'm sorry, Sassy. <laughs> I know you are suffering right now. It's not that bad actually through a distance. Like 
the teacher is kind of scary, but like, it, it, anyway, it's a lot easier than I thought it would be because like, it's distance learning, right? But um, I was gonna add something. Uh, oh yeah, you were talking about like uh, Math Olympiad, right? And oh my god, I'm actually not a math person, so I can't say that I did very well on those, but I guess it also ties back into like the whole peer pressure thing because I know a lot of kids that are really good at math and my dad was actually one of the people who was like teaching me and my friends and it felt weird because I wasn't doing as well. So like, I, I mean, it's kind of like the, the stereotype that like Asians are just good at math, but it's just not something that I was able to click with because math wasn't really my strong point. I, as a kid, like I've always been like, I've always had my nose in a book, I guess you would say. So Same. I didn't really pay attention to math, which was probably problematic, but it, it also like had an effect on the way I saw myself because I had all these friends surrounding me that were incredible at math. Like I was, I was super impressed by all the things they could do. And then I felt like a little less, you know, I think that was, that was definitely like is one way that peer pressure has impacted me negatively because I was, I, I just, I think it like seriously affected me in a way that like, I still, it's something that's important. So like I can still reflect back on it and connect to things that I'm currently experiencing, you know? Hello again, thanks for sticking around till the end of the episode. As usual, um, thank you for listening to our podcast. And I highly suggest that you stay tuned if you want to hear more of this conversation about how peer pressure can be such a large influence on students' lives. The next third part of the series is coming up in the next two weeks, so uh, keep your eyes out.